0: You're listening to KSQD Santa Cruz at 90.7 FM. I'm Emily. I'm Melina. We're part of Your Future is Our Business, which is a Santa Cruz County nonprofit that provides career exploration opportunities such as expos, panels, guest speakers, and more activities to help students ages 10 to 18 explore careers.
1: You're listening to our show, What to Be, where we interview and highlight the career journeys of inspirational people in Santa Cruz County. If you've ever thought, hmm, how did they get that job, or what is that job really like, then keep on listening.
0: We would like to remind listeners that the views and opinions expressed in this program do not necessarily represent or reflect those of Natural Bridges Media or Your Future is Our Business. Please note that information provided during this program does not reflect this career in its entirety.
1: Today we're joined by our guest Dominic Tieford, who is the Clinical Instructor at the School of Nursing at San Jose State. First
2: off, can you tell us what is a clinical instructor and then tell us how you got there? A clinical instructor is a teacher of nursing students Mm -hmm. and they generally work at community colleges or state universities preparing young people for the career in nursing. And then how did you get there? How did I get there? Well, it's been a long journey thinking back on when I first began looking at what type of career would I like to have. I didn't really know exactly what I wanted to do. I knew what my values were, and I had a really strong sense of wanting to be able to help support individuals in the community. I wanted to work in a helping profession, but I explored many different careers and before landing and deciding to become a nurse. And then later on in my nursing career, I wanted to be able to have a chance to pass on some of what I learned to younger people and ent- Inspire them to pursue nursing mm-hmm. as a career. Was
1: there like a, a specific point in your life where you realized nursing's for me, or
2: yeah, <laughs> or a job that you did which you realized
1: uh, I want to quit this and move to nursing instead? Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, that's very interesting. Um, I've had many jobs along the way. I first worked in restaurants, and then later I worked as a painter, and mm-hmm. I worked in construction. So I experimented oh. with a lot of things. Um, You know, one, to make a living, but then also to buy myself some time to take college courses and really see where did my interests lie. And I found that I really enjoyed my courses in psychology and my courses in the various sciences. Mm -hmm. And over time, I explored different jobs. I first worked as a counselor in mental health. Um, I also worked at the police department where I first began working with communities and working with individuals, and then later I discovered nursing, and there was sort of an epiphany. Some of my fellow students that were in my classes with me, and I was going to San Jose State University, were pursuing nursing, and at that time I was taking courses in psychology, and I learned that nursing was the major for me because you're in a helping field, but if you're somebody who's kind of indecisive, <laughs> there's a lot of options. Mm. So, nursing is like an umbrella term. There's certain things that all nurses have in common a desire to help and serve and heal people, but there's so many different settings and focuses. So, you can't get bored. Mm-hmm. And where the epiphany happened was when I was deciding. I should look into nursing. I was on campus at San Jose State University, and I just decided I'm going to go walk over to the nursing school. And I walked over to the nursing school, and that day they had food out at a welcome table, and it was right at the moment of their orientation.
1: Oh, nice.
2: And I had not planned that, and it was like a light bulb. I just knew right then that I was where I needed to be. And I started Uh, At that moment, I decided to apply for the school, and I started not long after.
0: Wow. And then what uh, area of nursing are you in?
2: I work as a public health nurse. And what does that mean? Yeah. Yeah, great question. (laughs) So when I finished nursing school, it was at a time of kind of a recession. And so at the time, I thought I may want to work in the hospital And pediatrics, and there were different types of specialties that I was eyeing, but I really needed to just find something. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that I've learned in my journey is that sometimes the details of our career path aren't always clear. Sometimes we're not sure what we want to do, and sometimes we're not sure. What's out there and what doors are going to open? We can't predict our future, right? Yeah. But if you just keep moving forward and take each day and one step at a time, you know, these doors kind of gradually open. And let's see, where was I? I finished nursing school and there weren't a lot of jobs, but a door opened for me to intern as, and at that time I was a licensed nurse. And part of getting my degree, I had the certificate to be a public health nurse, And I started volunteering at a health department in San Benito County, and I just found the work very interesting and inspiring. We did community events. We did trainings. I met with people in their homes and talked to them about their medical conditions. And that inspired me because I really realized through that internship that health begins at home and in the community.
0: Mm -hmm. And then can you walk us through like a typical day that you have at work?
2: Yeah, well, my current work as a clinical instructor is super fun. I usually prepare the day before, so in the morning I'm all set to go for what the daily topic is. I meet students on site at whatever location we may be. There's different locations. Some are located in public health departments. Some are located right based in the community center of an apartment complex, and then we meet. We prepare for the day. I have about ten to twelve nursing students, and I help them to set up their appointments. And they visit families and their homes. Cool. They actually get to apply their skills, not just in yeah. the classroom, right? Oh yes, absolutely. That's yeah. what being a clinical instructor is about, versus being more of a um, a lecture that would be in the classroom. And so. I do find that really fun because we are they are getting the chance to apply their skills. And the neat thing is, is they get the opportunity often to see new moms anywhere from one week after they've given birth to up to two months. wow! And those visits are really valuable as they're learning to assess the health of both the mom and the baby and figure out how to address whatever may be going on with their health and supporting them on what they're doing well, it's such a difficult time sometimes when you have a new baby and you may not be sleeping. And so we always want to acknowledge if their mom and dad are doing a great job. In other settings, we see families, and we may care for, for families that have young children or that have elders living at home. So we see the whole lifespan. What would you say are your main responsibilities as a clinical instructor? My main responsibilities are to provide support to my students, and that can come in many forms, acknowledging the good work that they're doing, providing support or direction of performing a hands-on skill, and it's new, letting them practice with me or sometimes with each other, making sure that they have adequate supplies and that they're providing care that is safe Mm-hmm. and that is ethical and is always non-judgmental. Mm-hmm. We care for many families of diverse backgrounds, diverse ages. And in a nursing, uh, a very strong ethic that we hold very dear is that all people deserve respect and good care.
1: Mm-hmm. Did you have to get any training for your job?
2: that to be a lot, right? <laughs> As you can imagine, the training is extensive. To be a registered nurse... You would first go to nursing school. You could complete that at a community college, or you could complete that at a four-year university. There's advantages to either path, and some students complete at the community college and later proceed on. And as you obtain more education, a lot of times more doors open within your career. After going to nursing school, they do need to take what's... A state test. It's called NCLEX. Please don't ask me to tell you what that means, <laughs> but it's basically a state test just demonstrating that you have the basic knowledge and skills to do the job of a registered nurse.
1: For those who are just tuning in, you're listening to What to Be at KSQD 90.7 FM Santa Cruz. I'm Alina, and I'm joined by other hosts, Emily. We're speaking with Dominique Tieford, who is a clinical instructor at the School of Nursing at San Jose State. And she was just telling us about the requirements that are needed in order to become a nurse. And there's a, you have to go to nursing school, the (laughs) Clemex test, right? And CLEX. Oh, and CLEX. And And is there any other kind of education or training or skills that a person would need to become a nurse?
2: Yeah, I'd like to speak to the skill set. You have to have strong desire to want to care for and serve other people. Nurses interact with people of all ages so you need to be comfortable with talking to people that are both younger and older than you and sometimes the best way to develop those skills may be in your early life through you know participation in sports or activities Mm -hmm. in school extracurriculars volunteering is always a great option because often in volunteer experiences you may interact with people that aren't just in your age group. So those are ways that you can gain those skills.
0: And then what would you say is the most rewarding part of your job?
2: The most rewarding part of my job is seeing people succeed and overcome things that may be a health problem in their life. Mm -hmm. It may be something that they never thought that they would a problem that they never thought they would be able to solve or improve, and to see them exceed and feel better. And when Mm -hmm. people are healthy and feel their best, they live healthier, happier lives. Mm -hmm. And oftentimes as nurses, we have the opportunity to meet with people and see them at their hardest moment Mm -hmm. and then see them later when they've healed and they're glowing. Mm -hmm. And its I can't explain how rewarding that is. So what is the most stressful part about your job? That is a great question. Healthcare is a is a dynamic field that's constantly changing. Um, as science progresses, we learn new information, and sometimes we find out that the way things are being done isn't always the best way, and we learn that there's a better way. So in healthcare, and in nursing especially, it's challenging because there is a need to Always be learning, which I love lifelong learning. If you're somebody who is passionate about learning, if you're curious... And if you love analyzing and reading and researching things, then it's definitely a good field to pursue because you'll never find that you've learned it all, but it's also challenging because things move so quickly and they're changing quickly, so you do have to be on top of that in order to keep up. How do you personally like handle stressful situations? Regarding the dynamic changes in healthcare, I have different, um, news magazines and pathways that I kind of use for myself to keep up. Mm -hmm. But in terms of just a general question of how do I manage stress and of my job? Mm -hmm. Um, you know, it really comes down to like, for me personally, I like taking walks with my family (laughs) and I like gardening. I like Mm -hmm. hiking. For me, it comes down to doing things that I enjoy that I can spend each day. So, Mm -hmm. um,
0: like a good work-life balance?
2: Yes, like good work-life balance.
0: And then what is like a common misconception that people have about your job or nursing in general?
2: Or maybe a stereotype. Yeah, <laughs> A common misconception is that nurses are always female. And mm-hmm. the field of nursing is changing. Nursing is for everyone. Uh, it doesn't matter your gender. It doesn't matter, you know, any any of those details. If you have a heart and want to help people and serve people then you know it can be for you. Another common misconception is that nursing is simply, you know, wiping bottoms and mm. and the kind of the grunt work of healthcare. Mm. And nursing is so much more. So we do all of that and we also are often the safety net. We are looking at what is the plan of care, what's planned for this patient. Maybe there's a patient and there's a medication Prescribed or some type of medical procedure, and we are the gatekeepers to look at that and say, "Does this person really need mm. this, and is this really going to benefit them?" So um, nurses have to have a lot of knowledge and background, and and in the medicine and in mm-hmm. sciences, and so it is a profession. We are not, you know, we're not simply just wiping we're bottoms. Not just babysitters. Yes, yeah. we are professionals. Yeah. And we're highly trained, and we. Um, Very, we very much respect the responsibility that we have for the safety of individuals and families that we serve. And did you face any challenges getting into this field? At the time that I was pursuing nursing, I was already a student at San Jose State University, Mm -hmm. and I was able to easily enter their program. But I did need to have good grades, and I had to complete the prerequisite science courses and oftentimes those courses were hard to get into because many people wanted to do nursing. Mm -hmm. At that time, there were other programs that had wait lists that were long. So there were some challenges, but Mm -hmm. what I would say to that in hindsight is that the years go fast. So even if there is a need to wait, or even if there is a need for additional courses, if you're passionate about nursing, it's well worth waiting Mm -hmm. to get into the right program for yourself.
0: Mm Did you have like anyone or anything like inspire you in particular?
2: I have so many mentors. I don't know where to begin. I would say um, around the time that I went and visited the campus and they were having the orientation, my grandmother was going through some health struggles and I went and visited her and was trying to assist her and there was... There was something really beautiful about the connection. I felt like my grandmother and I became closer mm-hmm. through me, you know, being there and wanting to take care of her. And I know it probably wasn't the easiest situation to to let me in, but I think from that that we were already very close and we grew much closer and that That made my heart so happy, and Mm -hmm. I thought, this is why I want to be a nurse, because you're caring for people in such a special, unique way. What advice would you give to someone who would start today? It would kind of depend on the stage that somebody might be in. You know what? There's really no specific (laughs) way that you must go. There's many paths into nursing. Mm -hmm. So, for example, Um, One way that you could do it is attend your local community college and just work towards getting your general education requirements done for your basic first two years Mm -hmm. at the community college. Some students decide right away to go to a four-year university. That's another way. And then some students you know, may start with doing a medical assisting program or CNA program. There used to be some programs that were offered through the high school, and that would just give Mm -hmm. them some initial training and experience as a CNA. Um, Let me explain what a CNA is. Certified nursing assistant, Mm -hmm. and so they would get some experience working in the medical field and then later decide how they might want to enter school to continue on the path.
1: For those who are just tuning in, you're listening to What To Be at KSQD 90.7 FM Santa Cruz. I'm Melina, and I'm joined by our other host, Emily. We're speaking with Dominique Tieford, who is a clinical instructor at the School of Nursing at San Jose State. So what
2: keeps you motivated to do your job? Ooh, that's a really good question. I am so very lucky to be working as a clinical instructor and also as a public health nurse. My path wasn't always straight. You know, I tried many different careers, as I told you earlier in the show. But what makes me motivated now is the fact that my career aligns with my values. And early on, when I first started my career, it wasn't always a perfect match. I tried nursing in lots of different settings. Mm -hmm. And through that time, I would reflect on my experiences sometimes of an individual shift or just overall with that specific job mm-hmm. and i would find this isn't really this may or may not be fully matching my values and i would look for steps to get closer and closer to to working in a job that aligns with what's important to me in my life mm-hmm. and i can honestly say right now that my motivation doesn't go away i love my job My values are aligned with what I do. I do have days that are stressful, but even through the stress, I'm still motivated to keep pushing because I love it so much.
1: If you could go back and do anything differently, would you? Definitely not.
0: (laughs) That's good. And then um, we know you're an instructor, but what are some of the most important lessons that you've learned from being a clinical instructor?
2: Yes, my students teach me so much. From being a clinical instructor, the biggest lesson that I've learned, and also from being a nurse, is the lesson of being humble. I think many times as in my, in my nursing career, I've had situations that are challenging. And, you know, sometimes you make mistakes. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you find that your students know more than you do about a topic. <laughs> um, So I'm constantly being humbled. But from that experience... I also feel so lucky because the more that we're able to acknowledge, the more that I'm able to acknowledge what my strengths and my weaknesses are, the more comfortable I get sharing those things. And I find that my stories of, you know, sharing about my weaknesses inspire
0: sometimes fellow nurses and my students. Mm -hmm. Um, And then is there an accomplishment that you've had during your career that you're particularly proud of? Well,
2: being invited to be on this radio show wow. is pretty <laughs> exciting. I'm pretty proud of that. <laughs> I shared to have that. You, yeah. Other accomplishments, um, I've had the opportunity to work on research mm-hmm. related to um, mothers. And through that work, I did a research study and was able to learn about mothers' experiences with um, receiving support mm-hmm. and through that research, we were able to write an article and we had actually two articles that were published. And I want to talk a little bit about the significance of this. Mm -hmm. So it's one thing to to become a nurse and to do the the direct care. That is so important. But in Mm -hmm. order to also keep the field and the profession developing, we have a need to be continually studying and researching nursing and researching the the families that we care for so that we can learn more and do better. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to know more about how can I better support women who Mm -hmm. have recently had babies. Mm -hmm. And so I did some research on online support groups for postpartum women and then like I said, it led to the two articles, but why that's so important is this is how we learn as this is how the the profession evolves, mm-hmm. and this is how we also share information with others. So what I learned through that is now shared and available to other nurses working with women. When you were a teenager, did you know that you wanted to be a nurse? Definitely not. <laughs> what did you want to be? Yeah. When I was a teenager, <laughs> I had Very basic goals for myself. I remember doing a time capsule as part Mm -hmm. of a assignment in high school, and in there I had that I wanted to be a mom and have kids. I wanted to have a home, Um, and it was goals for what I would do by age twenty (laughs) five. (laughs) Wow! And I wanted to go to college, but I wasn't set on what I wanted to do.
0: Mm -hmm.
2: And what were you like as a student? A good student, a bad student? (laughs) Yeah, I had kind of a tumultuous upbringing. Uh, My parents divorced when I was young, and we had a lot of instability in the home. Um, At times, we were homeless, at times, we didn't have adequate food. So, from that instability, I learned very early on to develop a very strong sense of resilience. And confidence that if I can get through this, I can get through anything. And through that, I was able to, I, I knew that I wanted a different life for mm-hmm. myself and I wanted better. But I didn't know all of the different things that would be available to me. Mm-hmm. At that time, I didn't have a lot of people that had been to college that I could yeah. ask questions mm-hmm. of. But what I did have was I was very studious. So when things in life were unstable at home, I dived into my studies and I found and knew that through uh, my education that I would be able to create a better life. I Mm -hmm. always had a strong sense of hope and a strong sense that there was a purpose that was much bigger than me that um, was, was ahead of me. And then I needed to continue to try and be a good student, really apply myself. I didn't always know what courses to take or necessarily the best path because I didn't know I was going to be a nurse. But I simply knew that I had to continue to learn and press forward. And I had a lot of fabulous teachers that gave me support I didn't know why, but they told me to take these AP classes. (laughs) Maybe some of you know what those are. But I signed up, and there was a lot of science courses, AP, chemistry. And I want to tell you, I was a good student, but I got my first C in AP chemistry. (laughs) And I'll tell you, I learned later that my brain wasn't ready for that. Mm. I was a fabulous student, but I needed to learn how to be a good student, and I needed to develop my study habits and retake chemistry in college.
0: (laughs) If you could go back and tell your high school self anything, what would you tell yourself?
2: I would tell myself that you are perfect the way you are.
0: Short and sweet. I love it.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> is there a, a piece of advice that has helped you in your career or life?
2: Yes, definitely. There was a time when I was at a turning point, and this is after I had become a nurse, and I was looking at whether or not I was going to switch jobs. And I was a little nervous about the transition, and I talked to a mentor who was one of my former teachers, and she simply said to me, and this was on the brink of leaving a job, She said, you'll be fine.
1: Mm.
2: When you leave the job, just continue to do you. Continue Mm. to do you. And to me, what that meant was, you've been okay this far. Look how far you've come. Mm. If you need to make this transition, that things will work out if you Mm. just continue to be yourself and do you. And what
1: advice would you give to someone who's unsure about what they want to do?
2: Just be you, right? (laughs) Well, first of all, yes. (laughs) I can't say that enough. And volunteering, trying things out. If you find that something excites you, just the idea of it, go and try it out. Even, for example, if you like animals, you know, volunteer at the SPCA. Mm -hmm. If you like nursing or healthcare, go volunteer at your local hospital Mm -hmm. or your clinic. We do have a volunteer initiative program at the county. That's an opportunity to learn more. There are many opportunities for all careers Mm -hmm. to get in and volunteer and try it out before you've made that commitment.
0: Mm -hmm. What advice would you give to someone on their first day being a nurse?
2: The first thing that I would say is spend some time before your first shift on that same day, even just 15 minutes, thinking about why you decided to become a nurse. And then as you go throughout your shift, you might make some mistakes because the truth is, is the, the learning really has just begun. <laughs> There's nursing school, and then there's the becoming of a nurse, Mm -hmm. where you're taking on the responsibility of the safety of your your patients and your families. And there's such a process to that. So be patient with yourself through your first day. And at the end of the day, give yourself a pat on the back. (laughs) (laughs) Last but not least, what do you want our listeners to take away from this? I would like for the listeners to take away that at this time in your life when you're thinking about what you might do for your career, or maybe you're trying to think about what your purpose is, I'd like for you to answer these questions. First question What could you do? Again, what could you do? Second question Who could you do it for? And third question Why does it matter? If your answers to those three questions excite you, that is an area worth exploring, and you don't need to have all the answers and all the details figured out regarding your career path just take one step forward.
1: Again, thank you so much, Dominique, for being our guest. Well, thank you,
0: Melina. Thank you to all of our KSQD listeners for tuning into today's career story with your hosts, Melina and Emily, on our show, What To Be, with today's guest, Dominique Tiford, who is the clinical instructor at the School of Nursing at San Jose State University.
1: If you have any questions or would like to be on the show, please send us an email at whattobe@ksqd.org. If you enjoyed our show, please join us again at 90.7 FM KSQD Santa Cruz at 7 p.m. on Sundays or stream online at ksqd.org. Thank you for listening.